You don't know nothing. You're predict. You're predictable AF, dude. I'm predictable Abercrombie Fitch. You got it. Yeah. One of my favorite brands to wear. It is. No. I've never seen you wear it. It's because I don't wear it because it's stupid. Where do you get your clothes from? Dipshit Central. Sounds right. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Adult Harder, the show where we teach you how to adult, but like better. So very much better. Yeah. I'm Clayton Smith. I am Ryan Smith. And when we go to Disneyland, we get a family discount because we are brothers. That's true. It, it brothers is. from the same mother and, and father. father, but different grandparents. Yes. It's very confusing. I don't get it. <laughs> Ryan, mm. guess what? Um, what? We're talking about something that you have been very excited <gasps> to discuss for weeks now. Oh my God, what is it? It's how to go to Disneyland like an adult. I, I've I've never been to Disneyland. I know, and I don't care. You don't care about go. you don't care about Disneyland. No, because I'm not eight years old. Disneyland or, is not just for eight year olds. Also for pedophiles. <laughs> Disney is for pedophiles, I suppose. You know who else it's for? Uh, is it for you? It's for me. Oh, I know. And you know what? I think it could be for you too. Oh, you think? Huh? I think it could be. I think you could really enjoy Disneyland, and I think that we could teach you how to go there as an adult and have a really great time. Well, you better really sell me on this thing because oh. I got to tell you, right now, <laughs> could not give a crap. Well, that's great news because uh, this is going to be easy to sell. Do you know why? Uh, no, I don't. This, I don't because know. Disneyland sells itself. It's just mm. the best, and it's the most magical. And anyone who doesn't like Disneyland is probably dead on the inside. Well, that's fair oh that does make a lot of sense now <laughs> yeah. i look at you yeah, it's yeah. All coming you got I mean, that dead-eyed look you in your eyes heard the valentine's episode <laughs> you know what's going on here that's buddy. certainly true uh all right we are going to talk about how to disneyland like an adult today and what that means here we're going to clarify the scope of this episode what that means when you go to disneyland like an adult we're saying a you're not a kid <laughs> that's, that's true that's how to be an adult is to not to age out of childhood ah. right so as an adult also we're not talking about bringing kids there because that's i assume a very different experience than just going by yourself and having a good time i imagine so i imagine that going to disneyland with a kid is like going anywhere with a kid which sounds terrible yeah it sounds like oh my god let me just go ahead and jump into one of these rides and end it all let me jump in front of one of those rides whatever yep i don't know you don't you don't get killed in the rides. You don't know that. I do know because that's not the Disneyland brand. Well, <laughs> no one dies at Disneyland. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. a whole thing, right? Yeah, People, it's a whole you, thing. You can't. You can't die there. Yeah. Supposedly, if someone dies inside Disneyland, they secretly drag the body out into the parking <laughs> lot or off property, and they say, "Oh, look at this dead body. This person died on his way to Disneyland." Shoot. It almost makes almost me want it. to try to die at Disneyland specifically. So that they can't do that. I think it's worth a shot. You should be there. I think you've be, been really uh, cut out for this. Yeah, you should video. You should be there and you should be yeah. like, oh my God, my friend is dead at Disney. No, he's definitely dead here. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, maybe not me. Maybe somebody Maybe else. it's you. I think you, you know, but we got to really sell it. So we got to really murder mm, you. Boy. So that's going to be kind of fun, really. I think both of our lives have been leading up to this point where you know we what? murder you at Disneyland. You know what? You know what? I'm in. Great. All right. So today we're talking about how to murder people at Disneyland <laughs> and also how to just go there like an adult. And so we're not bringing kids and we're just going there for ourselves because it's a fun time to be had. Yeah. Now, that might seem like a strange thing to do because Disneyland is a place, uh, you know, usually for families yeah. and children. Yeah. And when you go to Disneyland, you don't have any families and you are an adult. It could feel a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe everyone's watching you. Yeah. Like, so, uh, why is that weirdo there? Why is he looking at my kids? Yeah. So step one here, I got to tell you. Don't think like that. When you yeah. go to Disneyland, just go there for you. You know, you got to really sell yourself on Disneyland before sure. you can sell Disneyland 
on you if, not being a, a pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. I would probably wear sunglasses the entire time. One, I, I assume it's probably sunny there because it's in California. Yeah, it is. So, you know, that way no one, you can't, you know, you're not looking at anyone like, oh God, oh, you, you, they don't know that you're looking at them and if they think you're weird. Are you saying that they, so you, you want to wear sunglasses so that we can't see you looking at the children? No, 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 no. no. Well, this I mean. This is disturbing to me because uh, I didn't think that you would be going there for that purpose of looking at children. That's this, certainly a tip for someone who come, wants to do that. It's God's veered way off to a different uh, part of this topic. I did not think we were going to have to discuss, but let's talk about Is you it? and your uh, your pedophilia that you feel deep inside of you that you need to address before we um, talk about how you should go to. Well, it's just I'm confused because I thought that's why our guest was coming on today was to tell us how to. <laughs> oh no no no! Oh. We, we nixed the pedophile guest. Oh, no no no! We actually sorry. have a great guest. Today. Oh see, I was leading. I was trying yeah. to lead into that. Oh, oh I see. Oh, oh. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. No, no, no 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 no! We got the, we got the better guest. Oh, our guest God. today is going to be Gavin Doyle. He runs uh, a couple of Disneyland blogs, uh, Disney Dose and Mickey Visit. Ah. He's going to help us to uh, understand how we can have a have a really great time at Disneyland on the cheap. Perfect. But guess what? Mm. This isn't going to. This part of the show is not about how to do Disneyland on the cheap. We're going to talk about how to do Disneyland right. I mean, live it up at Disneyland as an adult. Just blow all your money and and just hope for the best. Yeah, this is what you, you want to step one. Cash out your 401k early. <laughs> Take the penalty. It's going to be really great. You're going to re- not regret it at all, definitely. Oh, boy. All right. So we are going to talk today about how to have a really great time at Disneyland, how to do it like an adult, because there are a lot of adult things you can do at Disneyland that don't require kids. In fact, I would assume kids just kind of gum up the works. You trip over them. Yeah. They want to go on all the, the rides you don't want to go on. That's true. They want to buy all the little all the souvenirs, and you're like... I need that money for a forty-five dollar hamburger. Yeah, or they can't. They can't even go on the rides you probably want to go Ugh, on because they're right? stupid little they're kids. So small. It's like Ugh. get taller, kid. Make right? me so angry. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about how to do it without them. So Ryan. Uh, so am I? Am I to believe then that you've never been to Disneyland? I have never been to Disneyland. Have I can you? tell you. Okay. Go ahead. Shut up and let me answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already angry. I'm doing this show. At least don't interrupt me. <laughs> no, I, I've been to Disney World as a as a child. I was at the the Disney World. Uh, I think I was eight or ten or something like that, uh, and that was fine. Um, and then I was at I was actually at Universal Studios in. California, uh, when I was, I want to say 19 or 20. Um, and I, and I'll, I put Universal Studios sort of in a, in a different category, I feel like, than, than yeah, Disneyland. Yeah, because it's not Disneyland. Right, because Disneyland feels very much like for children. Um, and then Universal Studios feels a little bit more like it, it could potentially be for adults, right? Because, I mean, they've got Back to the Future, so... End of discussion. Okay. All right. End of show. Make I'll see really you next week. All right. Well, someday we'll talk about how to do that. Today we're talking about Disneyland. Though, oh, right. So, oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, Back sorry. on talk. You've never been to Disneyland. Yeah. You've been to Disney World once. Yeah. Uh, what was, did you ever, so you grew up in Michigan. Yeah. Which I hear is a terrible little state. Oh, that yeah. Enjoys. Yeah. Mm, that's pretty fun. <laughs> uh, did you have anything that was like, like Disneyland for your, your version of it for your family place? You always went, there was an entertainment mecca. Um, d- to Detroit. That's like, pretty good. Yeah. How much time do you spend at uh, Eight Mile growing up? <laughs> I was not far from Eight Mile. Yeah. I lived in 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 near Eight Mile. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so there were a couple places actually. Uh, there was a place called Bablo Island, um, and I forget. I'm sorry, what, what is it called? Bablo Island. Bablo. I believe that's how it's pronounced. Bablo Island. I don't remember. I may be making oh. it up. B O B L O. Look, dude. Bablo. That sounds right. Bablo. Yeah. Um, I believe that was in Michigan um, or certainly somewhere very close by um, that that had rides and that sort of thing. um, And that was like a whole thing. Uh, That was fine. I remember that a couple times as a kid. But uh, the place that we really spent the most of uh, most time would be Cedar Point, which is in Ohio. I've heard of this Cedar Point. Yeah. So I don't know if you know this, but when you're in uh, the Detroit area, you're actually not that far from Ohio. 
Uh, so it's very easy to get there. Um, in fact, you have to have some people from, you know, Toledo will say I'm from, you know, Detroit. And then they say like, oh. so Detroit is a better place to be from than Toledo. That's easier. It's easier huh. to say Detroit. And then they go well, a little outside of Detroit. Huh. Like Toledo, Toledo, um, yeah. great suburban Detroit <laughs> town, Toledo. Yeah, um, and that was. Uh, though, have you been to Cedar Point? I have not. Okay, it's a, it's a great place, amusement park. Uh, you know, there aren't a lot of like uh, little princesses and fairies and princes and goblins running around dancing around in the streets. Well, um, what's the point? But there are rides um, and drinks and things like that. Okay. Um, so I remember it being a, a pretty good time. Um, but no, no, nothing like uh, nothing quite like. Disneyland or anything like that. Yeah, what a loser. Well, that's because I just don't care. Even as a child, I thought, wow, what a waste of my time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to spend my parents' money on this. It's a waste. Uh, I could be saving for retirement. (laughs) (laughs) I also never went to Disney World or Disneyland growing up. Mm. In fact, I went to Disneyland for the first time, as you know, last month. Yeah. Uh, In my mid-30s, I finally made it. In Disney World, I went it like when I was 29 for the first time. So I've only been as an adult. Which is only slightly creepy, but... Probably fine. Cre- I thought it would be. So the first time I went to Disney World, I thought this is going to be very creepy. You know yeah. what? It's not. There's lots of people without kids there. Mo- many of them do look creepy. So <laughs> by comparison, <laughs> I felt very normal uh, and very okay. I see. Okay. When uh, I, I grew up, as you know, in rural Missouri. Yeah, like the South, basically. It right? was not the South. It was the Midwest, as oh, we discussed uh, yeah. on this podcast before. It's definitely oh. solidly Midwest. Yeah. And we didn't have Disneyland. We had uh, Silver Dollar City in Branson, Missouri. <laughs> and that was, <laughs> was our Disney World. And we would pack up. Uh, Every time we would go and Jesus. spend a week down in Silver Dollar City. Let me tell you this. It was great. It was like Disneyland, but on the frontier and poor and real poor (laughs) and i loved it and it was great so when i finally got to go to disneyland i was like wow this is amazing this is like this is like branson times a billion oh my god it's very exciting you make me sick so what are you looking at over there uh so i wanted to look up because i i said Bablo Island, right? Did. I, I did reference said, that, right? You said many times you said Bablo. Right, Bablo, yeah, Bablo, I did. Bablo. And then you were like, is that how it's pronounced? And then you made me question it because I was yeah, no yeah. longer sure. Um, that is, it's it's B-O-B-L-O, Island Amusement Park. Um, and apparently, fun fact, another great thing you can do when you live in Detroit is go to Canada, which is where Bablo Island is. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. Uh, the people of Detroit characterized it as the city's Coney Island. Huh, even though it's in a different country. Well, you know, again, before you had to have a passport to just go to Canada, it was very easy. So we could actually just drive across the um, across the bridge and go to Canada and um, do whatever we want, including drink at when you're 19. Um, you can't really do that very easily anymore. But anyway, so, yes, it is correct. It is a thing. It closed down in 1994. <laughs> <laughs> now you can go visit the ghost of Bablo Island. You know, what? it's actually this is a really good parallel because um, now nowadays it's like Canada is the magic kingdom to Americans, right? So <laughs> it's kind of true. Nice little yeah. parallel there. Oh, there's another like, one-star review. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, no! <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so we're going to talk about places that still exist today, right? specifically Disneyland, not Bablo. <laughs> oh, oh, thank God. We're talking places that are both in our country and that exist. <laughs> so um, focus up a little bit. Mm. Let's talk about how to Disneyland like an adult, right? So Please. here's the thing. You go to Disneyland... And it is just a theme park, right? But it's a very special theme park. Now, if you've been to Disney World, you know that it's a very different experience. Disney World is. It's a whole thing. Yeah. It's a whole... It's like a it's whole a, other It's planet. a world. 
It's a it's a whole world. Yeah, it's, it's like nineteen world. different places you, get, you can you go. You drive down to Orlando, and then you get in the space shuttle, and they shoot you into space, and yeah. you travel through space, and you yeah. land on this planet, and it's Disney Planet World. Yeah, and it's a whole it's whole, it's all whole. You just got to shuttle all over the place trying to go places. That's it's right, a real pain in the ass. Sure is. No one goes to Disney World anymore. We're so over it. <laughs> Disneyland is much smaller, but it's kind of cool because you can see like how it was like the prototype for Disney World. Mm. And so it's a nice little place, and they've got two parks. They got Disneyland, and across from Disneyland, they have Disney's California Adventure. What What's the difference? Uh, I didn't make it to California Adventure, so it's right, hard so don't for me know to what say. <laughs> this is going great. This is going really. This podcast is really good, right? So, but it's a big campus. It's got these two parks. It's got three hotels on it. Yeah. It's got the Disneyland Hotel, which is like I believe the classic original hotel. It's mm. got the Paradise Pier Hotel, which is going to be soon renamed the Pixar Pier Hotel. Uh, what a bunch of sellouts! Sellouts. <laughs> uh, and then they have the granddaddy of all their hotels there, the Grand Californian. And I got to tell you, mm. I don't say this lightly. Yeah place is amazing it's like you built a giant resort out of tree logs and then you hung huge chandeliers made of antlers and the spirit of davy crockett (laughs) and some axes and paul bunyan and you strung it all over the place there's giant fireplaces like, Real neat. Like I like I did that? No, no, no. Not like you did. I mean, if you, you said did it, like it would look you, like absolute garbage. I touch myself. But I could not do that. That's correct. Oh, I see. Yeah, okay. You are All not right. very good at doing stuff. But no, uh, no. it's like someone. It's like someone who is like you, but very good at things. Ah, listen, I had wood shop for three semesters yeah. in junior high. It was pretty good. I would love to see the things you came up with. Made a shelf, mm-hmm. footstool, mm-hmm. one of those uh, M M&M and M little machines where they get the the mason jar and you put the M and M's in. You pull the little wood out and then mm-hmm. the, the oh yeah. One of those, yeah. yeah. You yeah. could have had your own yeah. little booth at Silver Dollar City. <laughs> I'm going to sell all the nine things I made in Woodshop yeah. when I was 13 That's years a great old. Idea. All right, you know what? I'm back into this whole all right, trip. Good. Oh, thank God. Okay, uh, so let's start about let's talk about these hotels first, right? Yeah. So you're going to go to Disneyland, and you can of course stay off site. You can say there's lots of hotels around Disneyland where you can stay at, but if you're going to do it right, yeah. if you're going to be a real GD adult. Red Roof. You're going to stay not at the Red Roof Inn. Oh. You're going to upscale a little bit. You're going to stay at the Grand Californian, my okay. friend. Now, right. are rooms here like $450 a night? Yeah, of course they are because huh. they're amazing. But you stay at the Grand Californian. Here's some things, right? Is it all inclusive? Because if it's all inclusive, that price sounds pretty good. I don't believe it's all inclusive. They do have a great <laughs> restaurant there, great bar. They have a great pool all area. That, all that's free? All that is uh, available <laughs> to you. They have huh. a very nice restaurant called the Napa. It's Napa something. It's great. It's really. It's got a lot of wines. Sounds pretty good. I, I do like white wine. Yeah. Do they have white wine? Yeah, they have white wine. Oh, thank God. They definitely do. Oh, All right. Man. And I'm t- I go look at pictures of the Grand California. It's it's really it's a just a gorgeous place, right? And even you would be like, wow, this looks nice. Hey, I like I like nice things. Mm-hmm. I like to see things that are nice. Yeah. And here's the best part. They have it has its own entrance into California Adventure theme park. So okay. you don't have to like get in line with all the rest of the losers. You just have your own special entrance. You're in the hotel. You go, you know what? Go down the elevator, out the door, boom, you're in the park. I don't know if you know this about me, but I absolutely hate waiting in lines. Mm-hmm. So if I were to do this, this for you. which I'm not going to, but sure. if I were for some stupid reason, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that sounds pretty That's good. Pretty good for you. Yeah. And there's another entrance that goes to downtown Disney, which is where there's like restaurants and stuff outside of the park. Yeah. And then right, you just wander through downtown Disney and you go inside. Which one of these uh, hotels makes it easiest just to get the hell out of there and never go back? To never be in Disneyland? Yeah. That's uh, some other hotel in, I think, Maine oh. is where you're going to find that one. That's, okay. the, that's right. pretty far. That's, that's good advice, too. Good yeah. advice, too. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Onward. So, uh, so Grand California Hotel, definitely stay there. That's how you're going to be a real adult. That's how you're going to spend all your money <laughs> by staying right there. <laughs> uh, and then if you once you've gotten your room... If you can still afford Disneyland tickets, then you can go inside the theme park. And that's really fun. <laughs> huh. 
Yeah. Uh, if you want to, by the way, my favorite thing to do when we went to Disneyland. Yeah. In the morning, we went to breakfast. We had to get breakfast because it's the morning. Yeah. And you need coffee. Sure. You need breakfast. Yeah. I didn't have any oats overnight with me oh, because shoot. I was traveling. Oh, you should rookie travel, mistake. You should travel with oats overnight. So instead, I went to this place, the Something Jazz Kitchen. In Something Jazz Disney. Kitchen. Something's it's Ralph Brennan's, I think, Jazz Kitchen. Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren's Jazz Kitchen. <laughs> and they had in there, you know what, beignets and chicory coffee. That's sure. what I have for breakfast. First of all, wait a minute. So good. All right. First of all, I've I've been, you know this about me. I've been to New Orleans several times. <laughs> yep. It's the only I place know. you've ever traveled. Well, I do know that's that. that's a fair point. I went to New York uh, not that long ago. Um, but uh, typically, yes, I, I like to have some beignets. I like to have some chicory coffee. Coffee? Coffee. Coffee. Coffee is just, so good. You know, you just throw it all together. It's all, it's just coffee. <laughs> yep. Uh, I like to have some chicory coffee. And um, you're telling me that this was good because there's nothing quite like New Orleans. I'm telling you this. All right. Was it New Orleans level? Was it like going to Cafe Du Monde and having it? Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. It was Cafe Du Monde coffee. Okay. Okay. It was, or at least they had the tin stacked everywhere. So they, they did a really good job of tricking you into thinking it was Cafe Du Monde coffee. Well, that's fair. The you, you can buy were, those almost anywhere. So that's nice. Yeah. And the beignets were like smaller than the ones you would get at Cafe Du Monde. Sure. But the flavor was just, yeah. it was just well, good. It in fairness, that's so probably not a bad thing because those oh, yeah. are gigantic. And they also come in like the smallest you can get is like a six pack. Yeah. So <laughs> it was good. Uh, yeah, they were very good. I, I left very pleased. Good. All right. So you go there a little bit and then you, uh, you go into the parks and you just have a good time. All Man. high on sugar. All high and on coffee. sugar and chicory coffee. Coffee. Yeah. And you've slept so well because you didn't have to get up and drive to the park because you stayed right there at uh, yeah. Grand Californian Hotel. It was nice. Shoot, right. son. All right. Yeah. Uh, once you get into the park, here is my, here is my favorite thing that we did. The best tip that you can do, I think, if you want to have a good time. At Disneyland, that doesn't suck. Get the Max Pass. What does that do for you? I'm glad you asked, Ryan. You suddenly seem so invested in this. Well, because if it means I don't have to wait in lines, I'm in. Yeah, that is what it means for uh, mostly. Right. Okay. So the Max Pass is this thing. You get it on your phone. It's a Disneyland app, and you can buy the Max Pass. It's like $10 in addition to your ticket, so it does cost a little bit extra. Not too much extra. Here's what you can do. Ready for this? Yeah. If you are on the other side of the park from some ride you want to be on, let's say you walk in... And you go to you'd go to the Star Wars rides that are on one side of the park, and you're like, next I want to go to the Indiana Jones ride, right? Okay. It's on the other side of the park, and you want to wait in line when you get there. While you're at one ride, you go on and you book your time for the ride across the park. Okay. And then you do, it tells you when to show up, and you get there, and you just go to the short line. Now you can do that at Disneyland without the app, but you have to like walk all the way over to the ride and get your little like card that tells you when to come back. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. That's too much walking. Yeah. I don't have time for that. I'm an important adult. Right. So this lets you do that from across from anywhere in the park. You can do that like once every hour. You okay. can like book a new ride. All right. Well, that's, that's pretty that's great. That's pretty good. I yeah, mean, that's going to cut your weight line. You think so? In like right. by, by huge amounts. Okay. Mathematically speaking, huge amounts. <laughs> the other thing it does, it gives you a photo pass. So if people walk around, take your pictures. If you like having photos, you don't have to pay for them. They just show up on your in your phone and you can have them. Okay. All right. So I guess that's fine. I mean, I don't really like having my photo taken when I'm no, out places. No, you're not very photogenic. I don't know if that's true. But that's what very I, true. Well, uh, what I will say is I don't like random people taking my photos. I say, hey, <laughs> hey, who are you and why are you taking my photo? And I say, I don't want to be in any government databases. <laughs> well, we all know that Disneyland is the head of the deep state. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's out there. That frozen head of the, Walt Disney it's is out there in that California, man. Strings, man. Uh, okay. So the Max Pass is great. It saves you a lot of time. If you like pictures, it'll show up there. And if you have like, if you get the pictures taken on the ride, you're like, uh, that looks terrible, but I'll keep it. Yeah. It shows up on your phone too. That's nice. Sweet. All right. Yeah. Lots of good not stuff. Bad, there. Not bad. What else we got? Oh, okay. Now 
let's cut the shit here. Now let's get down to it. <laughs> We're there. We want to eat well. Yeah. We want to drink well. Right? Oh, yeah. Now you're talking. All right. Yeah. What do you want to start? You want to start with food or drinks? Uh, well, uh, I like to go drink before food and yeah, then I like to right. eat and then, and then do more, do more drinks yeah. after that. Yeah. Well, so you can get cock. You can get super drunk at Disneyland if you want. <laughs> Not in the Disneyland park. There is no alcohol in the Disneyland park. For, oh, That's for real? a little sad. But if you, you could, here's what you could do, right? If you have a okay. pass for both parks, you walk out of Disneyland, you cross the little... Uh, entryway, and you go into California Adventure, and they do serve alcohol inside the California Adventure Park. So I don't understand why, and maybe we can ask uh, our guest w- uh, later. But I just don't understand why you wouldn't want, uh, why we wouldn't even be able to drink there, but you can drink across. I gotta tell you, just... man, if I brought a whole gaggle of kids to Disneyland, I would just want to drink the whole time. Yeah, I would have to be plastered out of my mind to be able to just handle it. <laughs> we'll ask Gavin when he gets here. He might Thank have some God. inside here. Uh, but you can drink over at Disney California Venture. They have some. They have like a craft beer area. They have a bar that does like cocktails. They have a couple different wine places, I think. So you can still get your buzz on. You just got to get over to uh, California Adventure. Let me ask you this. How easy is it to sneak in a flask to this Disneyland? What kind of flask? A flask full of alcohol. I don't know. <laughs> we should try this. <laughs> because I can't. if I can't drink... I'm probably going to drink somehow. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do know what you're saying. Like a dry wedding, I'm going to be hammered. Sure. Now, <laughs> they do check your bags and things when you go in, but I think you could probably figure out a way to MacGyver yourself some alcohol inside Disneyland. Mm, I got a couple yeah. of good places to yeah. hide. I think you're going to do that, and you're going to, you know what? Cause a big old scene inside Disneyland. That sounds really great. I'm in. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is how you so, do it like an adult. Right. Duh. True. All right. So if you want to get cocktails, you can smuggle some in like Ryan, or you can head on over to uh, to Disney um, California Adventure, or you can go to Downtown Disney, which is right outside both parks. You can have some drinks there, of course. So you could do that. So that's good news, too. Now, food. I got to tell you, for my money, I did not do this, but what I would have done- <laughs> For someone's money. For someone's money. Uh, there is a restaurant- it is called, what is it called? The Blue Bayou Restaurant, and it is inside the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. All right. I, All right. I like Pirates of the Caribbean. I think I saw like one or two of those movies. Yeah, pretty the good. movies, you know, based on the ride, of course. Yeah. And the ride is very cool. Yeah. Um, and you, it's, you know, it's a dark ride. It's a dark water. So it's all indoors. And there is a restaurant inside the ride. And it's like kind of uh, New Orleans-y, Caribbean-y, pirate-y themed space. And it's kind of dark. And there's like fires everywhere. All right. It's very cool ambiance. And like the ride goes around it. So you get to... Look at all the dummies on the ride as they go by. It's pretty great. <laughs> um, the reason we didn't go to it, so they have like thing on the menu there that is a um, a Monte Cristo sandwich. You ever Ooh. had a Monte Cristo sandwich? Uh, not since Binnegan's went out of business. Okay, well, let me tell you this. You know, the, you know the sandwich. It's like you got the, it's like a ham and cheese sandwich, yeah. but like deep fried. Yeah, you know, with, with like powdered, powdered sugar, sugar and jelly yeah. and stuff. Oh, like it's so good, right? Yeah. So there are two places in Disneyland that serve one of these. Yep. One of them is the Blue Bayou Restaurant. One is this other little restaurant that's outside of the ride, very nearby. The same sandwich, right? Uh, the Blue Bayou inside the um, Pirates of the Caribbean ride is like a $7 more for the same sandwich. Oh, okay. So it is more expensive <laughs> for the ambiance. Sorry, I, you thought, know. I thought you were saying it was only $7. So I was like, damn, that's no, no, not no, no, bad no, seven at all. $7 more. Now I see. Now <laughs> it makes one. more sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you also get to sit there in the middle of Pirates of the Caribbean and it's pretty cool. That is pretty good. And so do you, I, do you, I, are you taking a, so is it like while you're on the ride, you like can like take a break and go eat? Or no, is no, it no, like it's a separate do, entrance. It's a separate thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Got it. Yeah, All right. So well, that there. makes more sense. Yes. That's <laughs> I was like, damn, Turn how are they going to, around. Like, how are they going to like manage sandwich. all of this? <laughs> it's crazy. No, yeah. So, but I did have the Monte Cristo sandwich at the other place Yeah. and it was so, it was like eating a, do- I've never seen something like this. I've had a Monte Cristo before. Yeah. Never like this. It was like a donut with ham and cheese and sugar and jelly. It was so good. Good Lord. So good. 
You're going to die. I'm, I've gained seven pounds. And it was least, worth it. At least you get to walk around a lot afterward, right? Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then if you really want to do Disneyland right, if you, I mean, if you want to be like as adult as you could possibly be, you could join or you could sign up to maybe join the wait list to join Club 33. Now, when you say Club 33... What the hell are you talking about? When I say Club 33, <laughs> Ryan, there is a uh, very swanky kind of secret, almost speakeasy club ah. inside Disneyland. It's members only. Okay. It's inside the park. Okay. It's elevated above the New Orleans section. Mm. And the ad- this, the buildings all have addresses. This one is 33 whatever the hell way. I don't know, Disney way. or well, I don't know what the road names are. I didn't see the road <laughs> signs, but I did see the numbers. This one is 33. And you go in. And you go upstairs and it is, there's a full like cocktail bar. There's a restaurant with like really, really, really good chefs up there. Um, And this is a very swanky, exclusive club. You, Ryan Smith, could not be a member of this club. Well, see, that's where you're you're losing me because I I get the feeling maybe I could be. Uh, That's not true. I think I could be. Why do you think that? Well, because for one, um, I like exclusive things as we learned when we did the secret menu episode that's true um and also i like drinking and cocktails and swanky ass things as we learned during during the swanky ass cocktail episode um so i think i might be able to do that so may, you know what maybe i'm already a member and i don't even know it well see here's where here's where this gets a little little hard for you because i you're right you like these things i think yeah. you would like to be a member of club 33 mm-hmm. however if you want to become a member yeah the cost just to join twenty five thousand dollars that seems high. And then... Is that like 25000 Disney dollars? That is like, $25,000 US, my friend. Oh. $25,000 just to join. And then once you join, guess what? $10,000 a year. Well, all right. <coughs> yep. Let's, let's take a quick step back. One sure, let's second. do that. Let me ask you this. Okay. One, mm-hmm. uh, why would anyone want to do that oh because then you can hang out with tom hanks christina aguilera elton john they're all members i don't care about any of those people well what about uh elon musk no i, mean, I don't know if he's a member right. but he would maybe, be pretty cool to hang out with i him guess that's could, true huh? maybe tom hanks would be okay yeah tom hanks is the nicest guy fine. in hollywood i mean unless elton john's perf- seen that unless- nicest guy in hollywood it's well, on all the yeah, headlines yeah, yeah, yeah. unless elton john's performing i have no interest in hanging maybe he out does there yeah. is a piano in there i think well tell him to get his ass up there and start going and yeah. maybe i'll drop my 25 grand i mean i'm looking at pictures of this place it looks fine <laughs> <laughs> you don't think it work it's twenty five thousand dollars. it seems a little steep yeah a little steep monetarily speaking i imagine so uh yeah Oh, and you pay for your meal on top of that fee, and that's about $150 without alcohol. Then you buy the alcohol. So it's a very expensive endeavor. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, thanks for bringing it up. Yeah, I'm not you're depressed at all now. Yeah. Mm. So when you become super rich because you are the co host of the number one podcast in the world, maybe you too can, uh, can go to Club 33. I don't know where you're going to find that podcast, <laughs> but, <laughs> but good luck to you in your future endeavors. <laughs> Woo, thank God. Oh, have I just been fired? Oh, this is oh, the best. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> Going out with a bang. What a great day. All right. So, best tips for doing Disneyland like a real adult. A, don't go with kids. They just slow you down and don't let you go on any of the big rides. Two, find some alcohol somewhere or sneak your own in if you're Ryan. <laughs> Three, eat well. I mean, there's such cool restaurants there like the Blue Bayou. Go check it out. Go eat there. Four, get the Max Pass. Cough up that extra $10. You're going to be glad you ponied that up because mm. you're not going to wait in line like those suckers, those poor people who just show up and say, <laughs> I don't want to spend 10 extra dollars. You're going to have a Fast Pass. You're going to be able to get photos. That's going to be great. What else? Anything else, Ryan? Uh, stay home and don't go. Nope. That's the wrong oh, attitude, friend. Oh, oh because sorry. We, I, I, just, I guess I wish... 
that you liked magic a little bit more. Uh, I like magic, like actual like like magicians and such. That's Disneyland exciting. is magic for the heart. Do they? Oh no, <laughs> you lost me. <laughs> you lost me. <laughs> well, someday when you grow a heart, <laughs> you're gonna love Disneyland. <laughs> okay. uh, so those are some ways that you can go to Disneyland and have a great time with uh, by spending a lot of money. But uh, some of us don't have a lot of money. No, raise your hand if you don't have a lot of money. <laughs> Yep, mm, that's mm, us. Mm. Okay. So we're going to talk to Gavin Doyle from Disney Dose and from Mickey Visit. He's going to give us some tips on how to have fun at Disneyland and not spend so much money, or at least save a little bit. Uh, I'm in, because it sounds really expensive, and also, I just, I'd rather hear from an expert. I don't trust anything that you say. Yeah, I've just been one time, so, <laughs> and I did not take notes. So. <laughs> all right, we're going to talk to uh, Gavin, an expert in all things Disney, uh, when we come back. Adult Harder is fueled by Lagunitas. Hey, Ryan, do you like beer? Dude, I cannot tell you how many beers that I have had today. <laughs> and they were all Lagunitas, and they were all delicious. 77, I think. I lost it's count. Feeling, it feeling pretty good. Yeah. I have to drink a lot of Lagunitas before I go to Disneyland, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you can't have any inside Disneyland. That's why I said before. That's true. That's that's a responsible way to do it. <laughs> uh, we are also sponsored, as per usual, by our friends at Oats Overnight. We have some very huge news related to Oats Overnight, don't we, Ryan? Oh, boy, do we. I got to tell you, here's the thing. Uh, Oats Overnight has been so generous to us here at Adult Harder and to our amazing listener base as well. And thanks to all the support uh, from the listeners and all that kind of good stuff. They are rewarding our listeners even more. They are. So before, remember we gave you 15% off your order? That was pretty great. That was pretty good. Turns out. That was just the beginning. What? Now, if you go to OatsOvernight.com and use our new code, ADULT25. Oh, ADULT25? You are going to get, guess what? Wait for it. Mm. 25% off any order of anything from OatsOvernight.com. And I also know that they do free shipping. And I also know that it is the very best way to start your day. Oh, my God. Head over to OatsOvernight.com. What I assume is the biggest discount allowed by legal standards i would think so 25 percent. it doesn't get any bigger than that that's the 100 percent of 25 percent for sure <laughs> there it is so go to overnight.com use a new code adult 25 save yourself even money on that breakfast that you're going to eat like a friggin' adult all right we are now joined by gavin doyle uh gavin runs disney dose and mickey visit he's a disneyland expert i believe gavin thank you so much for joining us well, Clayton and Ryan, so happy to be here. I, I love nothing more than talking about Disneyland and helping people save money and appreciate the history and have a great time. So I'm happy to be up and talking about it. And we've all come to the exact right place. <laughs> uh, so tell us a little bit. So you have two brands, Disney Dose and Mickey Visit. Uh, tell us a little bit about what those are. So basically, I grew up going. So my birthday's New Year's Eve. And it, that's important to the story, I promise. Um, <laughs> when, I, when I was four, four years old, New Year's Eve, my parents were like, well, I can't really just leave. We can't leave him on good conscience. Conscious. And so I guess we'll do something. As a, so we went to Disneyland is more end of that story. And it became, we loved it all so much because it's such just a fun place, especially that time of the year because you got Christmas and huge New Year's celebration. It's just, it's a madhouse, but it's fantastic. And it became this tradition that we went every single year. And as I was growing up, I developed this just love for going and then also this love for the creative and history behind it. And at the same time, I was kind of very entrepreneurial and very interested in the internet and interested in and moving forward in, in that way. And so I put the two together and I started uh, my first blog at DisneyDose.com and was doing 
history and articles and stuff. And then I had an interview podcast that actually led into me writing a best-selling book called Disneyland Secrets, a Grand Tour of Disneyland's Hidden Details. And that was put together from all these interviews with Imagineers and worked with the official Disney archives and just had a ton of fun because as I said, I, I just love that stuff. So I was just pulling all these pieces together and, and got to write this awesome book. Also around then, I realized that people were not doing a good job of talking about planning Disneyland vacations online. There, there are pretty good resources for Walt Disney World just because it's like the vacation destination. But Disneyland, I saw there was just this huge lack of good information. So I started mickeyvisit.com. And that is now the site where you can I'll help you save money and experience more for Disneyland, Universal Studios, expanding the Legoland. We're actually going to try and we're moving out to Disney World with content too. So it's really just this. The goal is why should you not save money when there's the simplest things? I don't necessarily, I'm not saying lower your experience, but there are just some easy decisions you can make to save money too. So, so that's kind of where that, that site came from. And there's, I, and sometimes when I'm just walking through Disneyland, I'll, I'll see people just making the most rookie mistakes of, of that sort of like, like it's just, they got the map up. They're barely looking at anything. Like, like turn the map around. So just, just, there's like simple things to do and think about. So, so that's kind of been fun um, and help people save a lot of money there. So, so that's been fantastic. This is great because we have been talking about how to spend all of your money at Disneyland <laughs> and how to save right. none of it. So right. this is going to be, this right. be a great addition. Um, so then what are some of your, what are some of your favorite tips on how to save money and still have a great time at Disneyland? So we, we can go through first and, the, the first thing you're probably going to do is, is get your hotel. So there are a couple of really fantastic hotels. Like the Grand Californian is fantastic. It's, but you don't necessarily have to stay there. I would say, why not just stay at the Hilton across the street, which is probably one of the nicest Hiltons in the country because it's a really nice big convention center hotel. And that's where we stay. And there's a fantastic breakfast downstairs. The rooms are good and big and standard. And it's a bit of a walk, but it's probably a half the price of the Grand Californian. And you can either Uber into the Grand or you can walk and walk into downtown Disney and say a brisk walk in the morning, but it, I, I think it's worth it to save the money. And then I'd rather go in and spend the money in the park because my thought is all I need is a comfortable pillow, comfortable bed and warm shower because I'm not going to be at the hotel anyways. That's, that, that's just not why I choose to go to Disneyland. So yeah. Plus, you're going to eat so much fried food that that brisk walk is going to be a real good idea for a second in yeah. the morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, well yeah. It's, it's amazing. We always come back um, a couple pounds lighter than we were there, even though we did not watch the diet at all. Uh, so then the, the second piece, so anyways, on hotels, I'd say look outside. Again, on mickeyvisit.com, we have a full um, ranking of kind of the four hotels I recommend. The Hilton is the furthest away. Then there are, are others on Harbor Boulevard, right across the, the street from the entrance perfectly high, high standards, high quality, really recommend those As on the, for the on property front, just quickly wrapping that up. The Disneyland hotel is beautiful. Fantastic. I would probably say, um, if I were going to stay on property, I would say the Disneyland hotel. It's just, it has great amenities, amenities, the food actually steakhouse 55 is one of my favorite places to eat on property. It's a, one of the top three restaurants. Um, and it, it's just fantastic. And if, Oh, and, and just two tricks there. If you, Eat at Steakhouse 55. Make sure you request the onion rings. They're off the menu, but they're just, they're amazing. So Steakhouse 55 is, love is a good on, secret is on menu your docket. They're, they're amazing. So the, the you, you, did you guys talk about Club 33? Yes, at all? we did. So 
the former head chef from Club 33 is now the head chef for Steakhouse 55. Ooh, so nice. He has these these dishes from Club 33 that members still go. So I first had the onion rings when I was at Club 33 and went to Chef Marcel and said, can, you, can we do the onion rings here? And he said, oh, of course. So now, now it's become. So now you can have the onion rings and not pay ten thousand dollars a year for them. That's great. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and the other, the other like crazy addition they have on the menu there is they have like a forty-five dollar burger that's just like stacked mm. high with the most high-end. I mean, I've never had that one, but that also came with him <laughs> from the club because people just like love this burger so much. So you can never nice. stomach that. There's a there's a do in Disneyland, right? I guess. Um, do. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, other other final thing on, on the hotels is I would call in advance if you're celebrating anything, anniversary, special thing, whatever. Um, last time I was with going to Disneyland, last time I stayed at the Disneyland Hotel, I was with my grandmother who had never been to Disneyland and only wanted to do it because I wanted to go. She like pictured it as Las Vegas and really campy and neon-y, but we got there and, and she loved it. But we stayed at the Disneyland Hotel. I called in advance, called twice. And then when we got there, they were like, we've selected you for the, for, as an e-ticket family, they called it. So we went up and had a private fireworks viewing, full dessert lounge um, that they just upgraded us to the, basically the concierge level. And oh, that's awesome. that just happened because, because it's called in advance. So they want to make your trip as, as great as possible and stuff like that. When they have extra room, they'll, they'll want to get their guests in there so, that, so they can make your trip better. So just things like that. Exactly. Make sure you're translating and, and passing along information, I'd say the same thing whenever you're booking it, um, booking any reservation, any food whatsoever, celebrating anything, make sure you call. Same thing with dietary restrictions. They want to help. They want to make the best experience possible. So just make sure you're passing along information. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, next, next thing you're probably going to be thinking about is, is the, the tickets to Disneyland. And there are discounts on all two through five-day tickets. And I actually, this will sound like a plug, but I promise it is the best <laughs> place to buy the tickets. So, um, through mickeyvisit.com, I've had tons of resellers approach me over the years of wanting to work with me. And I landed on Get a, a site called Getaway Today. And they've worked with Disney for like 29 years now. They're the first person to partner with them. They started in the beginning by buying a group, like a group sales, just for every single day of the year. And then splitting that group up because there was a group discount rate at the time. So they're like, well, the group doesn't have to be together once they're in Disneyland. So why don't we just buy the tickets, split them off, and then there's the group price. Smart and so easy. Just Very years ago. Smart, yeah. yeah. So it's just like cra- crazy smart in the, in the beginning now. And now it's just they're the largest reseller of tickets for Disneyland anywhere. But anyways, they came to me and said, can I work with you? I said, not quite. We have to beat everyone else's tickets out there. So – now, exclusively through MickeyVisit.com, we have the lowest prices on tickets anywhere, and we're beating any other competitor because there's a, a basically a rule in place in our contract that we have to have the lowest prices. So on two through five-day tickets, nice. the best place you can buy it is MickeyVisit.com slash tickets. That'll shoot you through like a backdoor to them and just load in our, our exclusive prices. Right now, I think we have adults to kids prices for three through five-day tickets. And on there, you can buy two through five-day tickets, and, and you'll get that, that best discounted rate. Awesome. So. That's great. Yeah, and, and, and again, that's something it won't affect your experience whatsoever. 
but why not save $20 per ticket and spend it at Steakhouse 55 and maybe you eat one person orders the burger, whatever. Why not buy seven $45 burgers instead? Hey, why not? Yeah, hey. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, so that's the plan, right? Um, next, we'll jump to just thinking about breakfast and stuff before going into Disneyland. I would just say you don't want to end up in the line for Starbucks on Main Street. It's like the <laughs> worst thing possible because you walk in the gate, you're like, oh my gosh, it's so exciting. And then the one, it's probably the dad, the dad or, or whatever, the, <laughs> probably the, or the boyfriend, oh, I need my coffee. No, no, Eat, get your coffee in downtown Disney or in your hotel. Do it at like 7 a.m. because the gate's going to, because park will open at 8 and you want to be getting on Indiana Jones by 8, 10. And <laughs> definitely. The first, and also, the first, you know, if it's me, yeah. I'm, you're going all the way to Disneyland. You don't. You're at Disneyland. Don't go to Starbucks. Right. They have. We were right. talking earlier about right. the chicory coffee in downtown Disney, right? Like that's what you want. Right. You want something that you can't necessarily find anywhere else. Yeah. Starbucks right. at Disneyland. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Keep going. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm with out. you. I'm with you. It's it's uh, pretty ridiculous. I mean, it's amazing how crowded it is. The one California Adventure is the most successful Starbucks in the world, I believe, or the most at least most successful in the country. Um, cause they just like push people just like shoot through it. But I, uh, the, for breakfast, what I was going to say is the La Brea bakery right there is another fantastic, um, local Los Angeles institution. And they, they do a ton of bakery baked goods for all, all throughout LA, but then they have this great bakery, great sit down restaurant and really good breakfast right there. So, and, and they have good coffee with the breakfast as well. But I would say La Brea for breakfast, or there's a hidden, kind of like snack commissary type thing in the Grand Californian called Whitewater Snacks. And it's right by the, like the guest entrance into Disney California Venture. So through the Grand California, there's, there's like a separate entrance to go into California Venture, the second theme park. And there's this back thing called Whitewater Snacks. They have a really good breakfast burrito. It's really quiet back there. It's really easy to hop out of the park and go there for lunch or, or get there for breakfast beforehand, especially if you're staying in one of the Disneyland Resort hotels. And it'll probably be the best, price, lowest prices on both the lunch or breakfast. So, so that's another, those two kind of like choices of cool. breakfast food. Yeah. All right. So once we get into the park, what are some, uh, what are some good, uh, some good money saving tips? Cause you know, you're in there. It's great if you can pop out and go grab some lunch, but maybe you're kind of deep in it and you want to yeah, yeah, find some snacks. or you want to maybe get away with some, you know, kind of souvenirs for the family. Like what are some ways we can save a few bucks inside the park? So the, this will sound funny, but the the corn dog is like the best corn dog you'll ever have. Do you have a corn dog when you're there? I had a I had a corn dog, and I wanted to have nine more. <laughs> they were they were. You're right. They are the best corn dogs. Because oh, Aaron, on. no, Aaron told me she's like we're gonna get no, a corn no. dog, and I said we're not gonna spend like twelve bucks on a corn dog. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and she said no, we're getting a corn dog. It's good. And yes, we are spending twelve dollars. Yes, we are. And I would have gladly <laughs> paid double. It was the most amazing corn dog I've ever had in my life. Oh, for God's sake! Come on, <laughs> no, no, it it's is. all true. It, it it really was, and it really is. It's right. like a people people laugh at me when I say, "What's your favorite Disney?" By far, my favorite thing in Disneyland. And the the easy hack with that is you say it's easy to save two dollars on that. It's not on the menu, but you can say, "I want the corn dog a la carte." And then it doesn't come with chips or apples or whatever, which people just like typically throw away anyways. What? And then they just reduce it by two dollars. So e- easy stuff uh-huh. like that. Yeah, I paid two dollars yeah. for apples in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> like soggy <laughs> apples in a bag, which maybe maybe it's good. Maybe you want the fruit in your body after the, after that greasy corn dog. Like maybe that makes sense. But just know it's, you have that option. No, you've gone too yeah. far at that point. The, that fruit's not gonna. <laughs> it's not doing anything for you. 
<laughs> which is yeah exactly yeah it's not it's doing anything, yeah so that's an option there and that's that's also an option in a lot of other places so when you're ordering a sandwich and it comes with a side typically you can say i don't want the side and and there's two dollars shaved off so if you just want the sandwich and you don't need all the extra there, there's an easy save money thing right there that's great to know nice um next i've talked about it with a lot of moms who have brought souvenirs from home for the kids and not ne- <clears throat> not necessarily just that but when you're watching the parade they go by with this like really enticing light cart that has like mm-hmm. necklaces and lightsabers and what, all, all this stuff and kids always want them but you're never really going to use it again so i i think it's totally a good thing just to like bring a pack of glow sticks which you can buy for like two dollars on amazon and pull that out and oh. give that to them at the same time so yeah. i mean there's just easy switch, stuff, huh? stuff like that yeah, exactly. It, yeah, I mean, pretend, pretend like you bought it from the cart. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Amazing. So, Clayton, so, how uh, many uh, glow sticks did you buy while you? Well, were I thought we bought. So, Aaron <laughs> said you bought me twenty. I thought you got them right at the cart. Uh, <laughs> she got me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a great tip. I love that. I mean, if I ever have good. kids, I'm definitely tricking them in ways like that. That's if great. I have kids, and I it, can't wait to trick them with everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's the same thing. So you can you can bring. How many kids you just want a stuffed animal? You know what their favorite characters character is going to be. Why wouldn't you bring the Simba stuffed animal from home or from the Disney outlet store or whatever? You can buy it online for a lot less expensive. This is genius. I never thought about this before. It's brilliant. I like it. Yeah. Next time I'm going to bring my own corn dog as well. (laughs) No, no. No good? Huge mistake. All right. All right. (laughs) So again, in 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 the souvenir line of things, there's Disney pin trading. Not quite as prevalent as it was like five years ago, but still popular. Um, and do you, guys, do you know how this works? I have heard about this, I, and I didn't realize it was such a big thing until I, I was there and like saw like the big stores dedicated just to the pins. And I got a little. So, I, I, it's yeah. I would love to hear more about this because I was very curious about that. So there's kind of two two things to it. You can just buy the pins and collect the pins in store in the parks and collect. Like I want. Well, what we, what we would always do, and this is kind of fun, is every time we would go on a new ride, like. Tower of Terror, we definitely didn't go on when I was four. Probably didn't go on until I was 10. And so we bought the like Tower of Terror pin that time to remember that part of the trip. So, so mm-hmm. that became our tradition. We would buy one pin per trip. And like, what do we remember special this time? Oh, we stayed at the Grand California. Let's buy the Grand California pin. The other fun part that you see around the parks is there's actually pin trading. So you can stop cast members and any cast member that has a lanyard on They'll officially they have to because they're not even their pins. Trade one of their the pin on their lanyard for a pin that you want to trade. So oh, that's you could cool. buy, yeah. So it's fun. So you can walk around. You're like, oh, that's a really cool pin. Here I don't I I have this maleficent one. I don't like this much. So let me take it off. They just check the back and make sure it's an official Disney pin, and they'll trade you again right there. So I would. So say you see you someone wearing pen. a pin that you like, you can go and buy a new pin. At the store, yeah. <laughs> right next door, run over there and be like, oh, I'll trade you, trades, tradesies. Exactly. But there's no cheap pins in the store, and the ones on the lanyard are typically not as, like, beautiful as those. So <laughs> what I would say, and this is, again, the trick here, is you can go on eBay beforehand and buy a pin lot of 10 pins, 25 pins, 100 pins for, like, two dollars per pin as opposed to twelve dollars per pin so if you have any desire in trading whatsoever i would say just get the 10 pack it's a fun thing for kids especially fun for adults too of course um and it's just it's like a a fun additional 
thing to be walking around and doing, but definitely do it on eBay because why wouldn't you save the money there again? Yeah, and that's kind of cool because then you don't know what you're getting, right? It's like baseball cards. You open the pack and you exactly. have exactly. something you want to keep, but maybe a lot that you are happy to trade away, and yeah. that, that sounds cool. Yes. And again, I would, I would, um, we, we have a guide on DisneyDose.com for pins. Take a look at that because there are some pin makers in China who just like make ripoff ones, and then you don't want to get stuck with ripoff ones because then the customers won't trade it with you. So uh, there's like a couple of recommended resellers who still cheap, but like are, are real. Cool. Oh, very cool. Nice. All right, so yeah. I, here's my question. Now, I, I have never been to Disneyland. I, I've been to Disney World as a child. I've been to Disneyland. Um, and, and I'm not uh, maybe the most interested in amusement parks and things like that. But what I am interested in is drinking. Um, so <laughs> I'm wondering if there is, uh, if you can maybe provide some tips on maybe the, the best places uh, to, to get a cocktail uh, while, you're, while you're at Disneyland. Of course, of course, and I'll say I'm only 20 years old, so I know oh, it right. really well. Yeah, but I can't. You know what? You can't know for research. You've, you've heard of alcohol. You've just you don't know what it tastes like. Right. I don't you know what it tastes it. like. Exactly. <laughs> no, but I've you've no heard of concept. other people getting it at places. I've and heard. I mean, covered, right? And go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm like waiting time to. I have it. I probably have it written like bar hopping Disneyland, but I'm, I'm not going to post it until 21 next year. <laughs> Right, well, give, us, give us a little preview then. Just a, a of course, preview. of course. So <laughs> we're looking at the best. Every, every hotel has a bar, obviously. The Grand Californian bar called the Hearthstone Lounge, fantastic. Um, people really enjoy it. You can sit anywhere in the lobby and a server will come to you, or you can go back to the bar. It's kind of around the corner in the, in the back corner oh, I was, there. I, I checked that out. I didn't have a drink there, but I did see it. It's really cool in there. Nice. It's, it's nice really time. nice. The, I can, I can the bar itself is, is carved from one redwood tree, which I think is really cool. Um, like oh, they, like they actually had artisans and carved the whole thing. It's beautiful, really high class. Feels like just a, and it's really nice to sit down there. The servers are all great. Um, so Hearthstone Lounge, fantastic. Really good alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks, of course. And uh, <laughs> then another option is the if you really want quiet and you're staying at the Disneyland Hotel, Steakhouse, Steakhouse 55 has a great bar right in front there too. Kind of has an old Hollywood feel like the rest of the restaurant over there does. Um, and, and what's nice about that is you can actually get the full Steakhouse 55 menu at that bar, which is nice if you, if you don't want to have the full reservation and just want to get, like, onion rings or whatever. Um, mm. Another, like, probably the highest end two restaurants in the – well, the three, the three highest end restaurants in the park are in, at the resort are the Carthay Circle Restaurant in California Adventure, which is probably my favorite or, or at least one of my, one of my favorites. And it's really nice. That it's really highly upscale, themed old Hollywood, just like a beautiful, beautiful touches, huge wine selection here, and then also huge wine selection at the Napa Rose. And the Napa Rose is probably the highest rated and considered to be like the nicest restaurant on property. And it's in the Grand Californian, um, and, and they have an awesome wine cellar as well. What's interesting about both those is they have – you like flip through the, the wine list and they have a wine listing of every of they call it like Disney wines and they have all the um, wineries from the Disney family themselves. Best Parker who played Davy Crockett and so he has a winery. Huh. Um, just like all these fun, Kurt Russell has a winery so he has a label. Um, John Lasseter who was chief creative officer has has a label. Just just all these nice. so it it it's it just kind of. If you're there, why not try it? And it's kind of fun to have that. Um, and it, if you really want to, the, the 
the bottles of those, most of those are kind of fun and have like fun um, kind of Disney tie-ins or, or whatever in, in some of them too. So they, that's kind of fun. People really love this place called the Cove Bar. The Cove Bar is Outlooks in Disney California Adventure, Outlooks Over Paradise Pier or, or soon to be Pixar Pier. Um, the bar is currently closed because they're doing some renovations on it, but it'll open up pretty soon again. And they have fantastic lobster nachos. That's like the go-to everyone there. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but like they've been there for years and it's amazing because they've just kind of become discovered through like with, with the further of social media and Instagram and all that in the last probably like three years. The line is now like 45 minutes to an hour to get in at peak times, Oof. which is just, oh, which boy. is just crazy. I walked by and just kind of like, I can't believe I, I've never had them because I'm just <laughs> not willing to sit. <laughs> I'm not willing to wait in that Ooh. line. Um, yeah, that's a real I mean, commitment. I, what, it's a real commitment. Maybe if I had like Grandma Jean or whatever made up character name, um, <laughs> who I can like park in the line, have her wait for me, and, I, and we'll all hop in. But I just can't, just can't do, can't do that. Um, but I guess why? Why would they want reservations if they just have the line flowing that whole time? Um, sure enough. Then the, so, and I should mention Disneyland Park because it was a different time when Disneyland, Disneyland was founded. Having alcohol was really just seen as being too raucous and, and very opposite to what Walt Disney was trying to create because at the time, just family-friendly and serving alcohol did not go together. Alcohol sure. and midway games and peanuts on the floor and just all, all this stuff, they kind of just put a law down. We're outlawing this in here. So the only place you can have alcohol in Disneyland is at Club 33. Um, it may, I could see it potentially changing with Star Wars Land, which is going to open a year from now. Which I'll have to come back on and talk about. I feel like it's it's going to be crazy. Yes, the whole definitely. the whole experience is going to change. It's going to. I mean, it it, it is going to be so fantastic when it's open. But Disneyland and it is just going to change forever because it's it's just this huge, gargantuan addition. Yeah. All right, Gavin, we got to wrap up. But before we go, uh, one last question for you. So, uh, aside from you know, saving money and everything, what is your number one favorite thing at Disneyland, either park or at the hotels, whatever? What is the one thing you always have to go or always recommend that you just can't do without? You know, I'll, I'll do two. Um, okay. Just gonna break, I, I'm a rule breaker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the first one in Disneyland Park forever, just Pirates of the Caribbean is so great. It, it mm. is the, the marvel behind this thing. I, I just love the area it's in in New Orleans Square. It, it just has so much history. It was the last ride Walt Disney ever worked on it, it just, there's just so much history to it. So much amazing details. I can be in there and point out. It's just this amazing 15 minute experience, which is just so different than anything else. And, and it's so well done. So well put together. I love just the hidden details. It's sculpted beautifully. And, and it's just something that you kind of can get on it. And it's just a good time. It, it, you sing along you're with your friends, you're laughing cause you get splashed. It's just it's just a special edition, especially if you're with a group that's like never been or a group that you're just really having fun walking around riding everything. That's just a go-to for me. That's in yeah, Disneyland yeah. Park. In Disney California Adventure, people will think it's blasphemy that I'm saying this, but they <laughs> recently redid Tower of Terror into, wait for it, it's a long name, Guardians of the Galaxy dash mission colon breakout exclamation point. But uh, it, anyways, it's Really fun. I think it's better than Tower of Terror because what they've done is they've added all these like classic rock songs 
and it's totally Guardians of the Galaxy themed, and there's just some awesome touches in there too. And Rocket steals the Walkman from the movie. I don't know if you guys have seen it. Steals Walkman from oh, the yeah. movie, plugs it in, and it he's just like frees you from the cage. And free, my favorite, there's like six different profiles of drops and, and six different songs. So Free Ride is the very best one. So you can hope, I always hope to get Free Ride and you just get it. And it's just, you're just falling and dropping and it's just, and you're screaming and it's so much fun. Again, one of those things where it's just like, you're with your friends, you're having a good time. You're like, not scared, but you're scared and you're screaming your, your <laughs> lungs out. And it's just, it's so much fun. And, and the music's blasting. I think a, a greater addition over tower, over tower terror. And it, and it has just become something that I, that I really do have to ride every time I'm there. So that that is awesome. currently something that I'm really going to always ride. That's great. Wonderful. All right. Well, Gavin, thank you so much. So if we want to know more about the history of Disney and kind of the background of it, it's Disney Dose. If we want to learn how to save money to go there cheaply and go there the best way we can, Mickey, visit. Uh, anything else that uh, you want to plug while we're here? Yeah, so, so, uh, so February 11th, as of now, is the leaked date for when ticket prices are going to go up. So if you know that you're going to go book your tickets as soon as possible through, um, again, through that link, mickeyvisit.com slash tickets, where you can get the lowest prices. We're usually able to, we fill up a backlog of like the current prices on tickets to try and hold them as long as we can. So for like two weeks after the fact, you can still go to mickeyvisit.com slash tickets and get our 2017 discounted rates. So it's a huge savings for like two weeks, two or three weeks. It depends. We'll see. Um, but just, the ticket price increase is coming, and that's just a final tip. If you know you're going to go, book your tickets as soon as you can. Um, it, awesome. Again, with Star Wars Land, it's just gonna, they're just going to keep going up in prices. So, so just get your tickets booked. Get your hotel booked. It's just going to keep going up. But that, that's kind of our, our secret late-breaking news of, of when we're going to see that increase. Nice. Cool. Very good. All right. Well, Gavin, it's been a very great pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much again for joining us, and uh, we'll hope you to have you back again sometime soon. You as well. Thanks, guys. All right. How do you feel now, Ryan? Now you feel like you want to go to Disneyland? Uh, no. Ryan, you could see no. Mickey. Who? Mickey Mouse. Who? You could see Minnie. I don't. You could see Donald Duck. You could see Goofy. No. You could see other characters. Uh, Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit is there. Is he really? Well, there's a fountain with him in it. Really? Yeah. I have a picture. I, I, didn't, even, I didn't know that was a Disney thing. I was trying to go with something that yeah. I thought wasn't Wait Disney. Go, idiot. <laughs> I, I guess I, you do want to go to Disneyland. You know what I'm back in. Trapped. <laughs> Toonland. Yeah, there's a Toonland. It's called Toonland. I'm hell not joking. Up. And there's a ride with the taxi from uh, Roger Rabbit. You go around in the taxi and the weasels are there. Now, now and I'm they just, blow things up. Now I'm just annoyed with myself. So um, <laughs> you I'm really out. walked I'm into out. it. All right. Uh, well, thank you so much for tuning in. Catch us next week. We're going to have another great episode of Adult Heart. If you like this one, give us five stars maybe on. Uh, where you listen to it. And if you didn't like it, just forget that you can rate things and don't ever do it. <laughs> find us on social media, Adult Harder Show. What else? Anything else, Ryan? I don't know. Find Media Empire Media over oh, on yeah, the they're uh, great. on the old uh, on the interwebs as well there. Sure. It's uh, Media Empire Pods yeah. over on the, all the social media related accounts. And hey, y'all, if you guys have things that you want us to cover on Adult Harder, things that you would like to adult better at, Send us a line. Send me a line at uh, Clayton at uh, MediaEmpireMedia.com and we will uh, we'll see what we can we'll see what we can do for you.
Media Empire Media.